How about that cigar? How about that cigar? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 142 of How About That Cigar Live. We are here in the Drew Estate Cigar Studios. Thank you so much for watching live on Facebook, live on YouTube, and of course, for those of you listening after the fact on the audio podcast, thank you so much for listening to us while you drive down the road, work out, whatever it is you do when you listen to your favorite audio podcast. Thanks so much for making How About That Cigar part of your podcast rotation. Please take just a minute and like and share us out on Facebook to your favorite Facebook cigar group so everybody can get involved on the conversation. And as always, join us in the comments live. Let us know what you're smoking and drinking along with us on the show. And of course, we are here in the beautiful palatial <laughs> Drew Estate Cigar Studios. And let's tell you once again about the beautiful new super premium 20-acre farm from Drew Estate. A complex and medium-bodied cigar, 20-acre farm is built using a velvety Ecuadorian Connecticut shade wrapper, mm. a sun-grown Habano binder, and a filler blend of Nicaraguan tobaccos from Esteli and Jalapa blended with the opulent and Ooh, majestic opulence. Florida sun-grown leaf. Available to all premium cigar retailers, the ultra premium 20 acre farm is available in a beautiful 20 count box and introduced in a six by 52 Toro, a five and a quarter by 54 Robusto and a six by 60 Gordito. For more information, please visit drewestate.com. So episode 142 football playoffs are underway. Even the game, uh, a game underway as we speak with the Cardinals and the Rams. Um, some some uh, what's what seemed like uneven matchups yesterday oh, and yeah, absolutely and uh saturday and sunday yeah um some blowouts definitely um but the vikings i mean they uh, the vikings played great they didn't lose they did not lose. oh wait they're not in the uh, vikings are not in no the, no but my Green Bay Packers are in the playoffs. We had a bye week because we got the number one seed, and we have to play the San Francisco 49ers. Now, we do get to play them in Lambeau Field, and I love my team, but I'm also, you guys know I'm not a fanboy. I love my team, and I'm realistic about what's going on. San Francisco is going to be extremely tough to beat yep. for a number of reasons. Um, we, we played them in the regular season. We only beat them by two points in a walk-off field goal. Um. And San Francisco is playing incredibly good football right now, especially their defense, which is absolutely killer, phenomenal. So Green Bay is going to have a very tough game on their hands. Um, <clears throat> I have a feeling that the the money line is going to be by the time game time rolls around, money line's probably going to be <laughs> about uh, one and a half points. Mickey Peg is a better coach than Matt Lafleur. Coop. <laughs> You, you know how to hit a guy. You know how to hit a guy. I tell you what. Oh my gosh, Coop! If you had any idea the conversation we had before the show, oh my gosh, that is. And Skip, gold. Skip Martin, if you're if if that if the, that was a catch comment is is talking about uh, Des Bryant, no, it was not. That's all I got to say. That was not a catch according to the written rules of football. It was not a catch. It did not meet the requirements of a catch. But that was years ago. That was years ago. Um, but the uh, you know the Minnesota Wild have been kind of poo poo lately. Uh, lost to the Avalanche earlier today um, in a shootout. In a shootout. But uh, I don't know. They, I think the chemistry's just fallen off a little bit. There's some injuries. I blame Gatorson. You blame Gator. I do too. I blame both Eric and Jordan for jinxing our team, saying saying uh, you shouldn't be really hot early in the season, and they were right, but it still hurts. Really bad. <laughs> so let's go ahead and bring on our special guest of the evening, and we have some wonderful conversation ahead. And guys, as always, special guests on How About That Cigar Live are brought to you by Corona Cigar Company and CoronaCigar.com, the Internet's largest and easiest to use virtual cigar store. Corona Cigar Company offers you the finest handmade cigars, humidors, and cigar accessories at the absolute lowest possible price. You'll also find unique and limited cigars containing Florida sun-grown tobacco. As a proud American, President and founder of Corona Cigar Company, Jeff Borshowitz, believed it was possible to bring cigar tobacco farming back to Florida. At Corona Cigar Company and CoronaCigar.com, you'll find the best selection anywhere in the world of cigars containing this special Florida sun-grown tobacco. If you live in Florida or are just visiting, be sure to visit any of the great Corona Cigar locations in downtown Orlando 
Sand Lake, Lake Mary, and also the Davidoff of Geneva Lounge in Tampa. For more info on all of that, please visit coronacigar.com and floridasungrown.com. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you would please put your hands together from All Saints Cigars, Mickey Pegg. Welcome yeah, to Help Out Cigar Live. Skip, I know that was a catch, Skip. I know it was a catch. <laughs> I got to go. Cooper's trying to call you. Skip, please, please. I know it was a catch. Oh, hey, I got to go, Skip. Hey, hey, guys, what's going on? How are you? <laughs> Love it. That was the best intro ever, Mickey. That was fantastic. That was so good. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> doing well and we thank you so much for uh make it we know that you're super busy uh we had you scheduled a little bit ago you had some illnesses and stuff uh hopefully every everybody made it out okay oh and yeah it, great. Well. Uh, it was just uh it was, just, it was a perfect storm it was a, just a bad day but thanks for uh keeping me on and uh, getting me rescheduled. I really Absolutely. Yeah, we're glad to have you, brother. Glad yeah. to have you. We've talked to you a few times at uh, both the TPE and the PCA. Um, great interviews that we had there, and we're excited to have you on our show to really kind of talk about the Mickey Peg origin story. Yeah. So um, we know that you're you're at your home right now. You're not smoking anything right now. But, yeah, unfortunately, uh, yeah. Where, where do you hail from? So I'm um, originally from Daytona Beach, Florida. Uh, I live now in Havertown, Pennsylvania, just west of uh, Philadelphia, uh, where I was um, freaking sexy back by. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, when I, I, I took off, basically I took off for college to Washington, D.C., and, you know, I never went home to live. I mean, I've been home many times down to Florida. I go down quite a bit uh, for either work or, you know, obviously to see my family. Uh, but I've lived here uh, after DC, moved here in, uh, let's see, 2001, and then between 2001 and now, except for my, my five years I lived in Nashville uh, when I was at CIA, well, part of the time I was at CIO. Awesome. So, I'm one all, of the things... I'm a Philadelphia fan, you know, so yeah, nothing. Yeah, nothing it's been more. a rough, rough couple of days for your yeah, team. Oh, yeah. So, but they, I mean, the uh, the the fact that they got a playoff spot, you know, they 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 really did have a lot of honestly, they had a lot of grit to reach a playoff spot in the first place. Yep. Uh, because they really, you know, had a ton of ups and downs this season. So mostly downs. Mostly downs, but you know, but not first downs. There's always <laughs> there's always next year. Right. Right. Um, one of the things that we we love hearing from people and, and this is people, whether they work in the business or if they're just fellow cigar smokers that we're getting to know, we love hearing from people about that first time that they sat down and fired up a premium hand rolled cigar. So can you remember your first, your first cigar and, and what that experience was like for you? Yeah, it was, um, well, my first premium cigar actually was, uh, with the Senator that I was working for. His chief of staff, and he was, um, you know, on the phone at one point with the president and other uh, cabinet. I was interning. It was 1989, the spring of 89. I was interning for uh, a senator. And, um, you know, basically we had to fetch cigars for the senator. And it was a Juan Clemente. Uh, I don't know if people remember that. Skip might remember that. Coop might. But that was one of the top premium cigars at the time. And then shortly after that, uh, like Fuente really exploded, and and um, Pujol was coming to market with their anniversario, and you know Davidoff came to the United States after they had left uh, Cuba to go to Dominican to work with Hanky and those guys. So, okay, Walter Churchill, right on, awesome. And you know when you reached the point where you actually started making a living in the cigar business, yeah, what did that transition look like, and 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 kind of take us through you know your transition into making a living in cigars and then how that brought you to where where you are today with all saints yeah so basically when i in college and out of college i first i thought i was going to go to wall street uh and then i got kind of bit by the political bug so i was chasing the politics for a while and you know that was just it was very tenuous and the fact that you know, you had a great job for nine months, then you spent three months looking for one. That was the ecosystem at that time. 
uh, and then I had the opportunity to go with Davidoff. And I remember uh, I got, they said yes, I was coming on board in 1997, and I officially came on board in 98, and I proposed to my wife uh, December 19th, 1997. We ended up getting married in 99. So it was a big impact because I, I knew I wanted to propose to my wife. Uh, but I did not uh, want to do it without having a job that I felt had some some legs under it, uh, and you know, having and being in the cigar business, uh, it took me a while to really hey, listen, I need to embrace this, and I did, and it was um, it was it's been uh, such a special part of my life, you know, ever since I was, you know, basically a junior in college. Yeah, and as far as some of the some of the brands that you've worked with, uh, some of yeah. the brands that you've you know, uh, been a part of, you know, for, for our viewers and listeners, you know, are, are, are these are definitely brands that they've heard, you know, you mentioned Davidoff already. Right. And then I know there's a few others. Yeah. So it started out, you know, I was working part-time with Georgetown tobacco and I was actually full-time, uh, for about a year, uh, go to Davidoff. And then from there, I worked with Fleet Gregorio for about a year, Philip Wynn, mm. and we were trying to build out a sales force. Uh, that didn't happen. I think Philip this felt that he'd, he was better off being in the factories, and I think that's what he's doing to this day. So, and after about a year, I had some talks with Tim Osgner and finally went over to help them with their with their team and take over uh, originally as VP of sales and then on, or not, uh, I'm sorry, national sales manager, then VP of sales at CAO and on the blending team um, until they sold. Uh, and then when they sold, I moved my family back to the Philadelphia area. I finished up because I'd already was doing the weekend warrior program at the University of Pennsylvania. Uh, finished up my master's, got licensed and trained uh, for a year. And then I sold mutual funds. And then I took that money uh, with my partner and, and some of his money. And we started our started this company, kind of started around 97. But we officially said on November 1st, All Saints Day, 2019, that I was going to come back and I was going to do it full time. Because I was going to kind of do it part time for a while. And I'm like, if this is going to work, what we're going to do, I have to go full time. And I couldn't have been more excited about the possibilities. And then our first container to come in on time was uh, February 2020. And then obviously, um, you know, the rest happened from there. So yeah. obviously, March 17th was a day that I talked about that we wanted to do a big press release. Obviously, one of our favorite saints, um, and that just didn't happen because COVID. And by this time, I was in about thirty accounts, really hyper mid Atlantic, and we only had the one thing, the Solamente, that's out that was out there. We only did fifteen thousand cigars. We boxed up ten thousand of them, and uh, you know that that was it. And then now, and I think right now we're at. Uh, 160, 175 locations oh, that, that equates to like 140, 150 accounts. So, so wow. you know, we're, ahead, we're ahead of where we wanted to be after year one. So we're excited about the numbers. Um, you know, that was an interesting time. You know, if you talk to the retailers that I talked to about 2020, they would tell you it was the worst two months of, of their life. And then when they reflect on the entire year, they was one of the best years that they had. So one of the things I was doing not to go crazy because I, I we wouldn't sell direct. We didn't really know what we we're going to do for 60 days. Uh, you know, I don't think the world knew what was going on at that point. And then finally right. I just started traveling. But what I was doing, I had a lot of people that wanted to buy our cigars and, and, and buy them to my friends. So what I did is I would personally deliver the cigars to my friends and then up and down all the way down to Northern Virginia. And then I, what I would do is, uh, with their credit card, I would have them process the credit card to the, the closest retailer to them that supported me. Yeah. So we did a, and I, I gotta be honest, I saw some people going direct and it kind of pissed me off and mm. it pissed me off how some of the people that were supporting them too. Yeah. So, um, but you know, that's, uh, that's what we did and it's, uh, it's been exciting and yeah. Um, so, so when, when you say, you know, going full, full time head in, what does that really look like for you? Uh, probably like it does for anybody in the cigar industry. It's 12, 14-hour days, and you're traveling and telling your story, um, especially in the beginning. So it's, um, you know, whether you're in front of a customer or not, you're you're still thinking about your product. You're still working on things. 
So right now it's heavy with travel. We've been very fortunate to um, get some recognition from quite a few people out there and on these shows and, you know, people are starting to hear about us a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, last year I kind of talked about the year. So what now, what, you know, if you had a bad day. So what now, what, what do you do? What are you going to do tomorrow to make a great, right. Uh, and it stole from a guy named uh, Dr. Eldridge who actually uh, was kind of famous and he did a lot of this. That was, he was in Alabama. He, he did that with Bama and a bunch of these other people. And, you know, good day, bad day. And I've talked about it with my kids a lot, too. And um, this year, it's all – it's uh, I, which I stole from one of my dear friends who I played college ball with, who's now the head coach of that of that school. It's uh, all gas and no brakes. So that's where we're at right now. So it's uh, getting out there and making sure, like I told you, like uh, I've been going straight since this is my, I don't know, ninth day straight. So um, – uh, I've been I've been home for a night. So I don't know, back out. <laughs> well, and I would say that it's been you know from what we've seen because we we first met you, um, uh, at the 2021 TPE trade show in May, and right. then we caught up with you again uh, at the PCA show in July, and you know the the. The samples that you gave us to try of your cigars, we were super impressed with. And we saw so much from you over, you know, the last, really during this, this last year and a half. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, what? and this is kind of a roundabout way of saying congratulations on Cigar of the Year from the Cigar Authority. I mean, that's, that's huge. Yeah, man. Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, it's funny. We're talking about my past. It's the third time I've been affiliated with the company that's won that award with them. So, um, one was Philippe Gregorio, one was CAO. Um, yeah. So, yeah, and when we just, uh, we got a couple other ones on there. Jimmy gave it to us, and um, Dojo gave us Under the Radar Cigar of the Year. So, yeah. Um, it, was caught, it was catching off a of guard because nobody really even said anything, and, you know, but the response has been tremendous and the feedback, you know, uh, from those things. So definitely love, love the exposure. You know, everybody's got their theory about, uh, cigars of the years and all those things. And, yeah. um, but you know, it's one of the things I, I think when we see it over multiple places that maybe people are, you know, enjoying our cigar and that's what, that's what we did it for. You know, we, you know, you know, I like it when people say, uh, uh, I don't think I've heard Skip say it, but it's like, so what? If, they, if, they, if nobody likes them, I'll smoke them. Well, bullshit. Yeah, you, you do have a good palate, and you have a palate that resonates with the people out there, or they went up and buying the cigar. Yeah. So um, it, it's just, uh, I think my endorsement. Yeah. Screw you, Skip. We talked about the Spider-Man Day. There's not, that has nothing to cash flow. There's only 15,000 cigars. That's so funny. I'm like, Skip, he's making like one of my other cigars. What right? is yeah. paying the bills? Um, you know, so, yeah, so it's uh, um, <laughs> God, he he is a walking show, he should have he should have his own reality show. Uh, that would, would I, would, I would watch that show, yeah, I would watch too. Um, you know, so that, you know, that's that's where we're at. So, we, we want to make sure that we're putting our best foot forward and, and, and doing all those things as well. But you've had you know, so you've had skin in the game for a long time, obviously. Yeah. Uh, you've got a lot of respect from a lot of people and that certainly helps this this industry is about relationships and over the last year like you know kind of piggybacking on what matt said since we've met you i've been paying attention more to you and the stuff that's going on in social media there is a buzz and you know like we talked we've talked lately there's a lot of good cigars out there and the thing that is going to differentiate all of these cigars is the people behind the brand yeah. and you're out there, you're busting your ass, you're doing shows, you're getting in front of customers, you're doing all this stuff and it's, and it's showing. Yeah. Um, so, you know, our hats off to you for the hustle and for putting out a damn good product. And we're Thank excited to, to see what all saints, you know, has over the next several years. Cause we think you're going to kill it. Yeah. Well, well, thank you. Uh, yeah, it's always what, what's next, what's new, and all that stuff that's always keeping us busy. But it's, um, yeah, well, thank you very much. Thank you. We're, uh, we're we're very happy to be where we are, especially a little nervous, you know, when, 
you, we talk about it and thank the people that are around us that help us to get to where we are. You know, one of the things I and I talked about this uh, yesterday a little bit is that you know we got to thank our families. You know, the people that give us the chance to support you know, us with the travel and the things that we do because family family is very important. So it's uh, yeah, it's too. You know that that's that support us. And for us, you know, Kim and I put our life savings into this, you know, our portion, you know, so right. this. So at, at 50 years old, usually an entrepreneur has uh, made a couple of mistakes and, and learned from it. So there's no, there's no, no real chance for error here. So, yeah. So I want to talk really quick about the blends. I believe if I'm not mistaken, this one that I'm smoking right now, the St. Francis, this is the one that got cigar of the year from cigar authority. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, and Garrett is smoking the dedication, which we were nominated for the year before. Yeah. Um, and that was and our, that was our initial, that's the one we came to, that we, we came to market with was dedication, dedication. The, the thing I like about both of these blends is that you can tell, and this may sound weird from a cigar perspective, but there are times that you'll have different blends from a cigar company that are so different drastically on the other end of the spectrum when it comes to flavor profile uh blending style all that stuff and these cigars although they are distinctly different in their flavor profiles you can tell that they're part of the same story and i like that about these blends that you can tell it's a part of that they're, they're meant to go it they're, they're meant to be together if that makes any sense yeah it does you know so Quite frankly, and I've talked about before, uh, the business model that we're doing is um, we talk to my old professors from grad school. They're like, did you not, do we not teach you anything? Do you not learn anything? Um, <laughs> we, you know, I, we have one partner uh, that we're utilizing in Central America right now. Uh, and, you know, when we go to Dominican Republic, we like to do the same thing. We're, we don't have time to go there right now. Uh, we have so much that we what we're doing in Central America. There's a couple people out there that I would definitely like to do some kind of project with at a certain point. But we got to get ourselves out there and, and get out in um, and do that. So, with that said, that yeah, so you can tell they're in the same family. They're it's like having kids, you know. They're, they're, but I want them to have their own personality. Yeah. You know, I, I saved me Frank, my partner as well, uh, by Frank Leo. So, you know, we definitely want you to know that they're in the same family, but have their own personality. So that's that's where that I think hopefully that's that's resonating. And, um, you know, something that we talk about and it's funny that you brought it up because I don't really talk about it out loud. We talk. I talk about it with my partner. Um, so thank well, you. And let's let's uh, look at <clears throat> your factory partners. Um, bring us through that process. And, and when you were starting to build this and looking at factories, what did that process look like for you guys? Well, some of that I'll leave under the hat, unfortunately, but I will tell you that oh. I know I wanted to work with Rocky. So right now, all four of our cigar lines uh, come out of the Tabacusa factory. So they give me the ability to be, you know, the, the spearhead, the, the blending part and the stuff that I like to do, that I love to do, but their expertise and making sure that I stay on the right track their quality control and the things that they do in that particular factory, uh, which is Rocky's Boutique Factory, with Amika Herbert, and I work a little bit with Hamlet at the end. Uh, it's funny, like when I, you know, done with the blend, and this is the blend we're going to go to market with. I always have Hamlet smoke it, you know, get his blessing. Um, but yeah, so that was that, well. That's a funny story. So we go in to meet with Rocky. And we walk in there, so it's me and Frank, and I have about 50 questions, literally, to go through. We go in there to sit in the conference room. It's the old warehouse. He just, he just opened up a new warehouse in Naples. And we go and we sit down. It's him. It's Mr. B. It's Nish. It's Nimish. It's uh, Hamlet. Uh, Dave Bullock. Uh, I don't think I forget anybody in there. And all of a sudden, Mr. B starts asking questions. Rocky's asking questions about our finances, and this, that, and the other thing, and wants to know where we're at, what we're doing, and um, and finally, about an hour, Rocky looks at me. He goes, "Are you going to do what you did before? Just get out there and grind it and go after it, and just 
do what you did before. And I said, that's it. He goes, all right, let's do it. And next thing you know, I was on a plane, you know, down to, uh, down to Nicaragua. But um, the, the funny thing is, is we walked out and uh, my partner looks at me and he goes, did we interview them or they interview us? And we looked out, we didn't get an answer. Uh, <laughs> to answer, you know, um, indirectly, but yeah. And I go, no, that was it. And yeah. Rocky wanted, he does other, he does private labels for people and stuff like that. I think if he was going to give me access to his Tabacusa factory, I think he wanted to make sure that we were going to do everything we said we were going to do. So, yeah. Uh, he's over in India right now with his parents. So, but he's been like sending me congratulatory and stuff like that. I was actually just down there last week. I was down in, uh, um, down in Naples, and I stopped in real quick to say hi to the guys for like a quick cigar, and that was that took three hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a quick cigar. We all know how that goes. We got a lot. We got a lot done. There was some other projects and some other things that we're working on behind the scenes, so it's good. Yeah. So aside from uh, aside from these two blends, uh, the the Saint Francis and the Dedication, remind right. us, remind our viewers, um, you know, what else you have under the portfolio and. And if there's anything you're working on for the future, line extensions, wrappers, that kind of thing, let us know that. Yeah. So basically, the Solamente is gone. That's sold out. Um, there's a couple of retailers that still have them, like Wooden Indian, who was an early adopter for us. They probably got 10, 15 boxes, maybe 20 boxes left. Uh, so that was that was kind of an accidental kind of thing. So first dedication, and then. Um, Dedication, then de- and then for the Gringos dedication, we call it, and then St. Francis, <laughs> and then um, the Colorado started shipping uh, just recently, and then the Habano started shipping last week, or well, maybe, I, maybe this week. I can't remember. I uh, have to say, I'm excited about that Colorado because the you you gave us each one sample of that at the T, uh, sorry at the PCA. Yeah, trade show, and um, I, I'm beyond I'm excited for that so far. Put a Colorado wrapper or Colorado style wrapper on a Nicaraguan blend, and uh, we had an opportunity to do it, so I was really excited. And uh, yeah, so that, uh, and obviously next week I'll get you hooked up with some more stuff. Yeah, I think that that Colorado blew me away. Um, so very excited that that's hitting the market for sure. Where are your, but, uh, your nothing new is really going to be at TPE. We got a little excited about thinking we we're going to have stuff out when we did. So TPE and PCA, uh, some Vidola extensions, and that's about it. Uh, we do have some stuff that we're working on for 2023. Okay. Uh, there might be one thing that we're able to show at PCA. I doubt it. This, my next trip down to this next trip down to Honduras and Nicaragua will have a lot of, a lot of bearing on that. And uh, walk us through geographically. Uh, you've talked about you've got a lot of retail partners already, but what is your geographic um, strategy for the U.S.? Where where are you now, and where are you headed? Yeah, so from a geographic standpoint, most of our stuff is on the eastern seaboard, <clears throat> and then sprinkled out to the rest of the United States. I have divvied the country up into what I call territories, uh, whether there's representation or not, and for the most part, there is no representation. So I live in Philadelphia. My partner lives in uh, Atlanta. So he, he handles really the, the Atlanta area and a little bit of Georgia. Uh, I have a broker, Zev, in Virginia, North South Carolina. And then I'm going out to see mm-hmm. Tracy and, uh, and Joe tomorrow, uh, and the, which is Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, and um, Louisiana. I think we're just staying in the Dallas. I was trying to, hopefully I was going to try to sneak down to Austin and see uh, a couple of those shops and see Skip, but uh, I, I'll know better when I land. So that's tomorrow. I'll be just in that Dallas area. And when I have like the larger accounts and what I've done, you know, you segment your customers, nothing's really changed. So basically I'm on a three month rotation through the territories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel that, you know, I don't want to be somewhere just to be there. It, it, there needs to be a reason so I can support it and be able to to back that brand up. Like, there's we're only really like three largest accounts, I would say. So obviously, two guys, uh, famous, and then now smoke in. 
Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, that's it. You know, the big boys. Uh, we're not in Corona. We're not in um, uh, for no other reason. It's just, you know, also for the capacity. So. Well, in those. Uh, Allison. Hey, Allison. How are you? Yeah. That's, that's, that's my TPE neighbor every year. So. Yeah, it is. And we, uh, we Raul, who's a, a friend of ours locally here in Minnesota, yeah. he's uh, he's definitely definitely on the on the track to getting uh, getting those cigars represented up here in the frozen north. I love it. I love it. <clears throat> and uh, so, with uh, with that sprawl, do you have a, a good uh, amount of? Um, you know, a good plan heading into the areas that you want to expand into and the increased volume that you guys are planning to do. What, what do you see happening in 2022? What I see happening in 2022, we uh, hopefully we double our numbers from last year, um, uh, which, which, you know, it's part of the beginning of the, you know, the, the full uh, force multiplier effect. Um, from a standpoint of getting more exposure, getting more brokers, yes, we're trying to do it, but we're trying to find the right people. You know, it's it, it's 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 interesting because when I built that sales force at CAO, they're like, "You're not going to do it. You're just going to get retreads and blah blah blah." But we didn't. <laughs> we got like we got Miguel Shodell, we got Brian McGee, we got you know Barry Bennett, we had uh, Ed Trevino, we had God, name them, and they're just yeah. we we did it. You know. It, um, we're hungry. God damn it. We're hungry, but we're patient, yeah. you know, yeah. and it's tough. You know, it's tough to put both of those words in one, in one sentence, but we have to be, it's the long haul. Like, listen, I don't have, I don't have any other skills. You know, <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'm not out chasing real estate while well, we do own some real estate, but you know, I'm not like, you know, it, it, this is what we have, you know, and, and, yeah. and it's got to work and I want to have some sustainability on it. For, for years to come well and like you said the, the the being hungry and patient you have to be the way the world is right now you know with everything that's gone on since march of 2020 right we have to we have to be patient but you guys are um it's obvious you guys are putting in the work and not only um putting great product on the market but also promoting your asses off which is in to in the way the world is today you know uh that's such a big key is because there are so many cigars on the market and there are so many cigars that are good on the market and finding finding your customer base through retail partners through uh cigar shows like ours through trade shows through right. social media promotion there's um, still a kind of runway it, left. There's so much right, runway left. And I don't right. think I'm doing a good job on social media. I get compliments every now and then, but I'm like, ah, oh, are you like, I, I missed this. I forgot that. And, you know, I don't want to offend anybody. And it's, um, you know, I'm sorry about it. I love, and I love the feedback. So there's still a ton of runway left, you know, <laughs> to keep this engine rolling. Yeah. <laughs> well, Start there's, there's been, there's been plenty of work put in by you and your team and it, it shows and um, we congratulate you on a great year and look forward to thank an you. even better 2022 for you guys. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. So is it time? Oh, is it time? I think so. All right. It is now time for this week's numero de los muertos. And as always, numero de los muertos is brought to us by our friends at smoke in Right, numero de los muertos episode 142 garrett what do you have for us this week well first i just want to say that 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 ad spot makes me so happy every time i'm just <laughs> it does it makes you want to like make a mai tai yeah and light up a cigar and put on a grass skirts yes. and 
a coconut bra. Never mind. Go ahead. Wow. <laughs> wow. I've said too much. Awesome. Well, so this week, you guys, uh, on average, 11 people a year in the U.S. die from this. On average, 11 people a year in the U.S. die from this. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Mickey, we're basically going to play 20 questions with Garrett on this right now. And our viewers can chime in with uh, with guesses as well in the comments. Um, and we basically try to break down as much info as we can to try to get to the answer. So I'm going to start with my typical first question, which is, are they workplace accidents? They are not. They are not workplace accidents. Brushing teeth. Brushing teeth, Allison. Mm. That's a very specific aggressive. guess. It'd be aggressive. Uh, it is not. Uh, not. It is not eaten by pigs. Uh, Does it happen on land? Very yes. good question. It happens on land. Okay. Very good question. Um, I did. I did do the getting gored by bull. Yeah, we did that already. Mm-hmm. Um, are they? Is this? Is it a recreational activity? It is. A recreational activity on land. Are vehicles involved? They are not. No vehicles. Uh, uh, no vehicles. Uh, recreation on land. Is it a sport played in college? What was that? Is it a sport played in college? Is college one of the levels that this of, of, of Is it a sport? It can be. It can be a sport. Okay. Somebody quit said knives. I'm going with axe throwing. Uh not knives, not cliffs, not bungee jumping. Is it axe throwing? It is not axe throwing. It is not lawn darts. Um, is this a winter or summer activity? Uh, either. Is it indoor or outdoor? Usually indoor. Choking on ping pongs. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, sir. Very specific. Yep. <laughs> an, uh, usually an indoor activity. Yep. Not hockey. Not beanbags. Curling. Not darts. Not, <laughs> not darts. Farts. Darts? Not darts. Beer pong. No. I did that. Oh, you did that. Okay. Not field hockey. Eight uh, you said, right? Not shuffleboard. You said it can be a sport? It can be, yeah. Uh, it has uh, shuffleboard, no. Is there any hurling? Not hurling. That's or a hurling. Are there are there um uh, are there tools or implements used in yes. this activity? Yes. Not curling. Not dodgeball. But if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> That's still a great movie. I don't care. What <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, we actually, when I was at Lincoln Financial, we actually had a dodgeball tournament. No way. They didn't know how to do it, and they did it. We broke all the lamps in the play. Oh, it was hilarious. A bunch of mutual fund guys running around throwing balls at each other. <laughs> Trampoline deaths, I like, but that's not it. Skip Martin says Russian roulette. Yeah, I hope it's not that. It's not a sport. That's not a sport. Uh, not uh, hockey. Not anything hockey related. Um, Handball. Nope. Is it a team board, activity? Is it a, is it a board game? It, it's not a board game. Is it a team activity? Uh, it can be, but uh, don't think of it that way. Don't think of it. Okay. Is it? It's usually an individual. So if it's a sporting event, it's usually uh, individual. Oh, Jason. Jason. Oh, is that it? It's weightlifting. Weightlifting. Holy, uh, 11 people a year die from that? Yeah. Holy shit. Well, I haven't seen a weight room in 25 years, so that's probably <laughs> was the top of my mind. Yes, it is weightlifting. Uh, and uh, here's the PSA portion of our show. 
make sure if you're going for a PR, you've got a spotter or PB. Holy cow. 11 people a year. 11 people a year. Wow. Yeah. When you go, when you go to lift the heavy things, have somebody there to help. Yeah. It's usually dropping the bar on your neck or chest area. Oh, and yeah. You either suffocate or you break your neck. While they're alone in their garage, yeah. which with Metallica playing in the background. Def Leppard. Probably six or seven beers in. They're like, I can I can lift this. I can bench this, bro. I can, I can bench this. Yeah. Uh, There's a I place know. called, in West Virginia, I went to Catholic University. It was called The Big Arm. They filmed a movie called Over the Top in there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Over the, the top. top. And... What a classic. I knew all these guys. I knew all these guys, right? So and they, they had a professional arm wrestling tournament. They had a bench press in there, 300 pounds. Back in the day, if you went in there, if you benched 300 pounds, you'd get a pitcher of beer. So all my buddies, we'd go there. Like My nickname in college was Chet because I, I kind of looked like Chet from Weird Science. They're like, Chet, <laughs> go there. Bench, bench the weight. So we had a bench of 300. It was, a, it was a bar called Over the Top. Awesome bar. Uh, father, son owned it. And... It was, a, it was a really neat. A couple of my buddies went to Shepherd College, which wasn't too far away from Catholic. So, nice. dude, I I loved that movie, Over the Top, as a kid. Uh, it's it's so ridiculous. It is, but it's it's almost it's almost a comedy movie because it's just so ridiculous. But it's 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 a, it's a classic. And then uh, the the remake in the early two thousands. I didn't know there was one. It, it's not a it, it's not a. a uh, arm wrestling apples to apples, yeah. Oh, okay. It was um, real steel. I didn't see that. Did you see real you remember steel? ESPN? They had they had the league that they were going for a while, and um, it was like an ESPN two. And we were going to sponsor one of those guys when I was at CAO. Oh wow! Because I, I, I knew the, I kind of knew some of the guys. <laughs> nice. So that was this week's numero de los muertos. All right, Mickey, let's get into a lightning round. These are some non-cigar-related questions that are okay. just a little bit fun and a little bit off the wall. And our lightning round is sponsored by our friends at LM Cigars. They've been offering extraordinary cigars at an exceptional value since 1876. On top of premium cigars, LM offers deals on many accessories such as lighters, cutters, and humidors from the biggest brands in the industry at prices that can't be beaten. If you're an avid smoker or just starting out, LM has a cigar that will suit your needs. They have everything from value to premium, flavored and unflavored, from Nicaragua to the United States. Their extensive selection offers an option for every type of cigar enthusiast. For more information, please visit lmcigars.com and follow them on social media at LM Cigars. And a reminder, as you guys can see on the screen right now, we still have a live giveaway going on on howaboutthatcigar.com. So go there and fill out the giveaway form, and you guys can be entered to win this beautiful humidor and cutter and porcelain ashtray from our friends at LM Cigars. So, Mickey. Yes, sir. If, if you could hear the thoughts of one living person for 10 minutes, who would it be and why? Pope Francis. Oh. Wow, love it. Great and never had that think, answer. I don't think we've had that. That's a great answer. I love it. Uh, and why? Um, because sometimes because my wife is always telling me I need to think before I talk. So, <laughs> <laughs> a few things. I love it. Love it. Okay, Mickey, if you were about to get into a fight, what would your soundtrack music be? Thunderstruck. Love no it. hesitation. No, yeah, I love the it was just boom right there. ACDC. Yeah. Boom. Love it. Great choice. All right. Choose one of the following. You could hit a home run as a starting pitcher. You could score a touchdown as a defensive lineman. You could score a goal in a hockey game as the goalie, or score a goal in a soccer game as the goalie. Number two, and I've done it. Oh, I, fi I figured. I had a feeling you, that you that you've scored before. Always score. Well, I I started all four years at center, 
and long snapper. And then I got to play, play as well as uh, my junior and senior as defensive lineman. I always had a chance to score as an offensive lineman, uh, as a center. Uh, ball hit hit my helmet. The quarterback uh, it was it was tipped by the by the defensive guy. Hit my helmet, fell right into my arms, and we were right in a goal line situation. And it just why well, I'm that's why I'm an offensive lineman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it fell through my hands, and um, so I missed that opportunity. Oh, well, it's uh, twenty-eight to zero. Uh, for those that not watching the game, yeah, Rams over Cardinals, twenty-eight to zero, wow. right? Now. Another blowout. It looks like is in the works. Um, so let's move into this week's notable smokable. And as always, notable smokable is brought to us by our friends at Ace Prime. Notable cigars, notable passion, notable purpose. So, Mickey, each week we name a cigar that's notable to us that we had recently. It could be a cigar that's been on the market for decades that we maybe just tried for the or that we maybe just smoked for the first time in a long time. Or it could be something brand new that we hadn't tried before that really caught our interest. So is there something you smoked recently that kind of fits that criteria? Yeah, I think the one uh, that just about jumps out of me is the uh, the new La Polina 125 or the 125 oh, oh, anniversary. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it had, and then um, I had a Rojas too that was really good. I can't remember what it was, but uh, 125. I was like, "Wow, you guys are a good cigar." It's the one that comes in a jar. So yeah, yeah. nice. Uh, Garrett, what was your notable this week? Um, my notable was the Davidoff Nicaragua Robusto. Oh, in the tube, Tubo. yeah. Nice. Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> Stupid in a good way. Stupid in a, great in a good way. way. Uh, my notable this week was I actually uh, I had one of those three pack ev- event only packs uh, from uh, uh, L'Atelier uh, Tatuaje event that I went to, uh, and they uh, I got one of those event only uh, L'Atelier Selection mm. Special Robustos and uh, smoked one of those last week, and it was just in- incredible. Still, still tons of power. Still all that Nicaraguan grit, uh, even though the cigar is four, five years old, something like that. So uh, good stuff. That was this week's Notable Smokable, brought to you by Ace Prime. Improving lives through fine cigars. Visit aceprime.com to learn more. So to give our viewers and listeners a little bit of an idea of cool stuff we have coming up in the next couple weeks. Next Monday night, on the 24th, we have none other than Miguel Shodell from Crowned Heads. Uh, for, his, for Yeah, for his fourth appearance I on say, the show. Yeah. He's been on a few times. So yeah. uh, excited to have him back on. And then right after that, on uh, January 26th through the 28th, we will be live in Las Vegas covering the Tobacco Plus Expo with great people like Mickey Pegg and Miguel Shodell and so many other friends from great companies in the cigar industry that we love so much. So stay tuned to our Facebook page and our YouTube channel for live coverage and some pre-recorded that will be posted later coverage from the TPE trade show. We'll uh, probably see Allison there. Probably see Allison. We'll see Raul's Raul. Out. We'll see so many great people that we just don't get a chance to see often enough. And that's why we love the trade shows because we get to be together. So, uh, Mickey, give all our viewers and listeners uh, an idea of the best place for them to keep up with everything going on with All Saints Cigars. Can I tell Miguel Shodell's story real quick? Of course. Please. We love it. So, Shody, uh, we hire him, and I go out and I meet with him, blah, blah, blah. We're going out training, but we're going through the interview process. And, and the thing is, met him all over the place. So, the team was part to get up. We decided that we're going to carve Ohio, um, that territory. Because Ohio was always kind of screwed. It was always the it was always a corner of somebody else's territory. And but the thing is, Ohio is such a great cigar state that all you have to do is pay a little bit of attention to it. And, you know, your sales would go up. Yeah. Especially, like, if you weren't a legacy brand, you know. Um, so, anyways. So, interview Shodi. Sits down. He knew the price point of every single Batola and every single one of the uh, of the cigars and knew the anatomy. And I had guys that had been working for six months didn't know it. Like, I was kind of a hard-ass. Uh, 
I'm like, just know the anatomy. It's, it's three things. I'm like, how hard is that? You know what I mean? So it's like, um, but Shodell, that's his passion. That's what he is. And, he, and that hasn't changed if you talk to him to this day and what he does. And that's what, you know, he showed up, you know, and, you know, and back then websites were just getting started. And I was mm-hmm. like, hey, have you ever been to our website? He goes, yeah. And I go, what'd you like about it? That was always a question because they'd always say yes. And then they couldn't answer the question. Uh, yeah. because websites were so, you, you did that before you went on an interview. Uh, I, I guess you still do, but you know, whatever. And he did, and he described the website inside out. And he goes, oh, I was thinking maybe you should do this, do that. I'm like, dude, you got the job. So it's like nice. But uh what what a what an awesome guy. So he is. I love him. He is one of our he's definite amazing. favorite people. When he was from White's Ohio. gorgeous too, beautiful. I mean, he's just uh just all around. Great guy. Yeah. I was in Ohio last week and I called Miguel and I was like, Hey, what shops should I, you know, go and visit while I'm in Columbus? And he was like, you need to go see this person and this person and this person. Right. And he like, yeah, he knew it. All he knew of all head. of these people off the top of their heads, the shop name, the city that they're in. Like right. uh, the dude is, he's an encyclopedia and he's, he's just good people. That's Love awesome. that dude. Oh, so where they can find us. Uh, yeah. well, we have to, speaking of websites, <laughs> so we have to update it. It's a little, uh, there's, there's so much has happened to us in the last uh, eight to nine weeks. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, obviously, All Saints Cigars, www.allsaintscigars.com. Also on Instagram at All Saints Cigars. And then on Facebook, we're there. Though our website or our Facebook presence is not, uh, that's not up to speed yet. Mostly, uh, I do it mostly on my account uh, on, on Facebook, but uh, on uh, Instagram, but all those will, you know, the website to find out where we are and the locations that we're at and find access to us. And it nice. should be updated. So. Well, Mickey, thank you so much for being on episode 142. Uh, We're excited for everything going on with All Saints and excited to see you. Uh, I can't believe it's already next week in Las Vegas. I know. It's unbelievable. Like, it's like, I just can't believe it. I'm excited for Texas this week, though. So hopefully we make it to the Dallas area, but uh, I'm excited for Texas. Good. Have a great trip in Texas. And yeah, looking forward to seeing you again at the show. Thanks, man. All right. Thanks for having me. So for our viewers and listeners, uh, we're so grateful for you guys always watching How About That Cigar Live on Facebook and YouTube. And for those of you listening after the fact on the audio podcast, man, our uh, like I, I think I mentioned this last week, but we are so grateful for our podcast uh, audio podcast numbers absolutely going through the roof uh, over this past year. We're, we're up 85% in podcast listeners, uh, and we're incredibly grateful for that. Um, so keep listening, uh, keep watching. Uh, if you guys have questions for Garrett or myself, make sure to email us on the website. How about that cigar.com? Uh, follow us on all social media at HBT cigar. And of course, until we see you guys next time, burn cigars, not bridges. Thanks guys. Thanks.